Hey, everybody. Welcome to The Wake Up for Wednesday, October 14th, 2020. Here's the latest from the entertainment business and media industry. Where, what's that? You got me a new iPhone. Ah, you guys. Wait, what do you mean no headphones included? Apple is literally sitting on almost $200 billion in cash. Cheap bastards. Anyway, uh, brought to you today by the freshest Colombian coffee you can get. Devotion Coffee. Over in the trailer house, as you probably saw yesterday, but just in case, Netflix dropped a 90-second teaser trailer for The Crown Season 4 with about all the lady die that you can handle. And Amazon Prime also dropped one for I Am Your Woman. That's a movie starring Rachel Brosnahan, who plays a mother with a newborn in the 1970s who has to kind of go on the run when her thief husband goes out one night, betrays his partners, and does not come home. Ugh, men are the worst. That premieres on Amazon December 11th and is also the opening film of the virtual AFI Fest tomorrow. Links to both are in the episode notes. And a bit of a sad note as a rest in peace goes out to Conchata Farrell, who of course was a key part of Two and a Half Men's success over the years and was on many other series over her decades-long career. Mystic Pizza also stands out as another crowd and a personal favorite. She was 77 years old. And now over to Hollywood. Paramount has now officially abandoned the U.S. box office this year, selling off their last title, Coming to America 2, to Amazon, according to Deadline, for a reported price tag of $125 million. Paramount also sold Amazon their Michael B. Jordan Tom Clancy movie, Without Remorse, earlier this year. Coming to America 2 was previously slated for a December 18th theatrical release, thus providing yet another nail in the coffin for the end-of-year hopes of movie theater chains. Adding some misery on top of that, uh, Variety reports that Amazon is planning a December 18th streaming premiere on Amazon Prime instead. Warner Brothers is in the latter development stages for a Mad Max Fury Road spinoff movie based on the Furiosa character, according to the trades. George Miller will of course direct and is also co-writing the script. While Furiosa was memorably played by Charlize Theron, uh, this time out it'll be an origin story, and Furiosa will be played by Anna Taylor-Joy. She played Emma in the latest incarnation of that uh, Jane Austen movie earlier this year at Focus Features. Chris Hemsworth and Yahya Abdul-Mateen II, who won an Emmy this year for Watchmen, are both signed on for TBA roles. And now a couple of fun director assignments, uh, since it's a pretty light news day. I, Tanya director Craig Gillespie has signed on to his next project, which will tell the story of Chippendales, with uh, Dev Patel playing the founder. The project is produced by Promet Productions and is currently being shopped to studios and streamers. And Broadway director Alex Timbers has signed on to direct a musical at Warner Brothers. That's about the Wizard of Oz, but told through the POV of Toto. Well, that's unique. John August wrote the script that's, uh, well, loosely based on a book, according to Deadline. Alex is nominated for a Tony this year for Moulin Rouge and also directed Beetlejuice on Broadway. And a brief shout out and kudos to Nicole Brown, who was promoted to president of TriStar at Sony. She had been EVP of film at the label for the past year after the departure of Hannah Mengele, but uh, now her leadership is a bit more official, so congrats, Nicole. And briefly over to the world of television. where CBS has, uh, I guess, reset their fall schedule, which will now start on Thursday, November 5th, with Young Sheldon kicking off the lineup, and then most of their series will roll out over the course of the following week, except the Monday comedies, which are going to return on Monday the 16th, and NCIS, which will start on November 17th. Because, you know, it's old. It needs more time. 
HBO Max picked up the first season of a British series called Adult Material, according to the trades. It centers on a porn star who's also trying to balance being a mom, and Rupert Everett co-stars as her producer. That launched in the UK on Channel 4 this month and will hit HBO Max here in December, just in time for the holidays. And we'll finish out with the NBA Finals, who averaged half of the viewership this year versus the 2019 Finals with 7.5 million viewers a game, according to Sportico. Next up, over to the media biz and social platforms. With Morning Brew potentially selling a controlling stake in the company, big tech and social platforms coming forward as the industry that may just help New York City rebound next year, and the relaunch of Bon Appetit's YouTube channel. Plus, today's pop quiz. What was my Chippendales stripper name? Ah, yeah, right. Good one. Uh, but when coming to America makes news, you go Prince Akeem. How many different roles did Eddie and Arsenio play in that movie, including their primary characters? The answer, after a coffee break with Devotion Coffee. In a world obsessed with freshness and where your food comes from, most people don't think about their coffee. Sometimes you'll see on a bag when the beans are roasted, but you really have no idea when those beans left their country of origin, where it's very possible those beans could have been sitting around for anywhere from six to nine months. But with Devocion, you know you're getting the freshest Colombian coffee experience possible. Devocion FedExes their beans every week up from Bogota to their roastery in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. So the coffee gets from Bogota to in your cup in as little as a 10-day time frame. And Devocion makes it super easy to order. Go to Devocion.com, that's D-E-V-O-C-I-O-N.com. They have a wide variety of beans to choose from sourced from various areas of Colombia, and they tell you which one on each bag. You get free shipping on your first order of just 50 bucks or more and enter the code WAKEUP at checkout and get 20% off your first order. So you don't have to even leave your house to get your coffee and it's probably less expensive than if you did. That's Devocion.com. Enter the code WAKEUP and that link and code are both in the episode notes. Check it out today. Now the answer to today's pop quiz. Okay, hope you brought out both hands to count these up. Eddie and Arsenio played a total of eight characters in Coming to America. There's the two lead roles, of course. Then Arsenio memorably played the uh, amorous woman in the club scene montage who comes on to, well, both of them. And I want to tear you apart. And your friend, too. As well as Reverend Brown at the talent show. You're not going to hate me. And Morris, the guy in the chair eating wings at the barbershop. His mama named Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. All right, so that's five. And then Eddie played the lead barber and the old white guy in the barbershop. Rockin' my sound was good, but compared to Joe Lewis, rockin' my sound ain't shit. He beat Joe Lewis's ass. Which makes seven. And of course, how could you forget Randy Watson? I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. Did you know he was in the What's Going Down episode of That's My Mama? Such range. Put your hands together for Mr. Randy Watson. Yeah, one more time. Randy Watson, how about it? Now, over to the media biz and social platforms. Where the New York Times had a good read today on how big tech is shaping up to be a big player in helping New York City bounce back uh, whenever people start actually coming back into the office, which uh, at this point looks to be July. During the pandemic, Facebook, Amazon, and Apple have bought or leased an additional 1.6 million square feet of office space in the city. 
and I'm sure at some pretty sweet rates. And Google, of course, already added 1.7 million pre-pandemic as they uh, essentially take over Chelsea's Far West 13th Street. The four companies combined, Google, Apple, Facebook, and Amazon, have actually hired 2,600 people in New York City during the pandemic. Granted, most of them aren't actually here and paying taxes yet, but the companies now have the office space to potentially house another 15,000 city tax-paying employees. So, putting a link to that read in the episode notes for any city dwellers, or, well, anybody really. Germany-based news publisher Axel Springer's Insider Brand is closing in on a deal for a controlling stake in Morning Brew. That's according to the Wall Street Journal. The investment would value the business newsletter email company at $75 million. Morning Brew is on track for $20 million of revenue this year and has 2.5 million subscribers to their flagship daily email. But the companies are still in the negotiation stage, so no final deal has been agreed to as of yet. And a reconfigured Bon Appetit has given a look at their new expanded and far more diverse video talent lineup. This after many of the people who built their YouTube channel into one of Condé's most viewed with 6 million subscribers, mostly declined to sign new deals citing pay discrimination. But a few of the old talent like Brad Leone, Chris Morocco, and Annie Baragani are back. Otherwise, they've added eight new on-camera talent. New editor-in-chief Don Davis doesn't officially start until November 2nd, according to Variety, but new executive editor Sonia Chopra came aboard at the end of the summer, and the Bon App YouTube channel posted their first cooking videos in four months this week. In today's programming notes, it's of course Amazon Prime Day 2, but on TV, there's the Billboard Music Awards at 8pm on NBC, The Amazing Race returns for a new season at 9pm on CBS, and Tyler Perry's Sisters Season 2 premieres with two episodes on BET, also at 9pm. Season 2 was actually the first, or one of the first, series to shoot back at Perry's production complex in Atlanta back in July. And Netflix has a documentary on the girl group Blackpink called Light Up the Sky, which follows the four-member female K-pop sensation in their everyday lives. You know, like uh, working at the sub shop and uh, hanging out at the local friendlies. Oh wait, that was my life. This one includes them playing uh, Coachella, which certainly makes more sense. And my only ask is if you like the podcast, share the podcast. Either via Instagram, you can share it at the Wake Up Pod, two P's in there, that's the Wake Up Pod. Or if you work at an agency or a network or a studio, just uh, email it out to the team. I mean, who doesn't love a podcast recommendation? Oh, and uh, that Disney Explainer podcast will go up today. There was a bit of an update from a key Wall Street analyst last night, which uh, kind of shed some more light on what's going on, so I wanted to update that before I posted. But it will go up this afternoon, so check for that in your feed. Have a great day, everybody. I'll see you tomorrow. Oh, yeah.